Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name's Tony Nichols, the CEO and founder here at Good Talent Media. I've got John Sullivan with me as always. Welcome along, John. Hey, Tony. Great to be here. Hey, we're on this sartorial theme still. There's so much to it. I'm loving it. I could keep talking about it forever. We know Rick Miolo's only VJ menswear just in Flinders Lane. We've dragged him in again, and he's looking very stylish. Rick, today I want to dive into using your great mind, dressing for giving presentations. People are terrified of it, right? You know, more scared of presenting than dying, can you believe? They're up for days. They're taking anxiety tablets. They don't know what to say, but they don't know how to dress either. How can the way we dress help us present powerfully? Firstly, hi, John. Hi, Tony. Always a pleasure to be here. Very important here. And that's a really great message. And it's quite important to a lot of people who are not only presenting, but also presenting something possibly themselves to society, be it a new partner that they're marrying. And they're also presenting themselves in a situation that they often don't find themselves in, like giving a wedding speech. Because as you know, I'm, I dress gentlemen from head to toe when it comes to corporate functions, but also for social functions. So let's look at also the social realm when you decide to present. When you present, the first thing you need to consider is how much credibility you've got within the audience that you're presenting in front of. And this is the important factor here that I look at the gentleman, I look at his history, his work history, and the audience that he needs to present in front of. And that also includes the the female entity as well, the female person who might be uh, dressing. If she or he has built credibility over time, he's got a lot of respect, a lot of, let's say, in today's social world, a lot of followers, a lot of business credibility, then how he presents can be a little bit more casual in a sense than a gentleman who's presenting to an audience for the very first time that hasn't built up rapport with his audience or knows his audience well. So I say to any person presenting, firstly, what is your message? Secondly, understanding your audience, understanding the amount of credibility you've got, and never assume because you have built this credibility that by dressing down is going to be accepted by your audience. Then I say to the gentleman or the female, what are your values? How do you want to present? And if you do want to present differently, if you want to create a message that's a little bit more... Relaxing, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. spot on, relaxing, then okay. Take uh, caution to the wind and wear something that you're not used to or comfortable wearing. But if you want to get your message across effectively, always err on the side of formal or elegant as opposed to going to casual. A lot of things there, John. Yeah, it's great. I I love speaking with experts because that's what they've got is so much knowledge that can help you in so many different ways. And clearly there are different rules for different environments. And the person that is speaking, their credibility or otherwise that's critical to the presentation as well. Credibility is a funny one because we talk a lot about imposter syndrome and most people have it, right? So if you're walking around thinking, well, I've got huge credibility, we actually don't know what anyone's thinking. It's nice that you've got that confidence, but presenting's in the moment, isn't it? You're only as good as your last presentation too. You might have nailed the last one, but there's a lot of pressure right now to get this one right. But you didn't dive, Rick, into emotion, right? We deal with a lot of people who are terrified. I mean, I've spoken to CEOs with big presentations ahead of them, and instead of engaging people like us to help them get ready for it, they've gone to doctors to get Valium. They're choosing the PR consultant versus the prescription. So how can we dress to calm ourselves down? Good question there. It's important to understand, firstly, again, I look at a gentleman, I say, okay, 
first focus on your values. You're going to be faced with these situations. This is a life reality. When you're foisted into something new, something that's challenging, it's normal to feel nervous. So first I recognize in a gentleman and I also make him aware that you will feel this way. And when a gentleman is aware that he might be possibly nervous, then it's about not only the clothing and the colors that he wears, that becomes his armor that gives him that self-confidence. What I say to a gentleman is, okay, if you are going to present in this very formal or very unnerving situation, let's get you dressed in the way you feel comfortable first, and let's take a photo of you. And when you look back at your photo on the way that you like to present, what do you honestly think of yourself? Be your own judge. Mm. And then go to someone you love and someone you trust or a business expert and show them a picture of the way you look for this future presentation that you need to give and get their opinion. I like that. So third-party corroboration, don't just take your word for it, but also look at yourself visually, taking a picture. That's a good tip. Absolutely. And that's when now I start saying to the gentleman, okay, let's start to change a few things about the way you dress. And then at every stage of that dressing process, I will take a photo and I'll show that gentleman the change and let him be the judge and the peers or the mentors that he respects be the judge. And then from there, that gives him the armour, the confidence to say, you know what, people are starting to enjoy the way I'm presenting and they can see and he can see the benefit in that possible change that he might take on. I'd probably extend that with video. So here I am, I'm looking different and, you know, new gear. This might be discomfort, hopefully comfort, but we're watching a video back. We're getting more comfortable. Our friends and peers are seeing the video, giving us good feedback. But then, John, in our line of work, let's use the videos as well to practice the messaging. Yeah. Get this thing out of your mouth. Exactly. And I think it comes down to comfort, doesn't it? I mean, if we feel comfortable, if we're trying something new for the first time and we're doing a presentation that makes us nervous, I think there are two factors you might not want to bring into play. So it is probably getting used to an outfit or used to, 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 to what you're wearing, breaking it in a bit, you know, because laps on the track, you feel comfortable psychologically. Absolutely, John. And what it is, it's also about comportment and body language. Yeah. This is a whole new podcast. This is a whole new topic, but I was taught this by actors that have come into my store and I love passing on information. And each person in life has got their own interpretation of what they feel is right for them. And if I see validity in that, then I share that with my clients just the way in which we stand, the way in which we use our hands, the way when we're standing in front of a crowd, the most common or most relaxed pose gentlemen feel comfortable with is when they put their hands in a um, kind of like a hand on top of hand in front of their crutch and they've got their hands in front of their body and that's what they feel most comfortable with. That's the kind of automatic response that a lot of men use as a body language tool when they're presenting. But at times that can make them look quite meek and insecure, allowing a gentleman to understand his posture and what and how he should shape his hands when he presents, the way he should stand in front of a podium, the way he should stand in front of a crowd when there's no podium present, especially fidgeting. Also, the way a garment is fitted to that gentleman's body all helps in the confidence and giving him that confidence to deliver the message more effectively. So body language and comportment is a whole nother realm to the way in which you should present and how you should present with the way the clothes fit with you as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Situational awareness and thinking, how am I being perceived? And ultimately with a presentation, the first minute's the hardest. 
you're only talking about getting through the first 60 seconds. Mm. It gets a lot easier after that. You start breathing, you start relaxing, you start getting into your script and preparation and away you go. So that's the game really, John. Oh, exactly right. I think that the moments leading up to anything, you're always tense. It's like sport. You get your first touch of a ball, you feel good. And it's the same when you're addressing an audience. Well, it's interesting as well. When you're addressing an audience for the first time or when you're meeting someone for the first time, the elegant thing to do is to have your first button done up in your jacket. And when you've developed rapport and set rapport with that gentleman, especially if you're sitting down to an interview and you're really wanting this job, never walk in with an open jacket. Mm. Never walk in with not having a jacket. Always assume to have a blazer on. All these subtleties that expresses your subliminal message and the extra effort you've put into meeting that new person or that audience. Because people respect the fact that you've taken extra effort, like putting on a tie possibly. And even if you don't enjoy wearing a tie, the fact that you've gone to an effort makes people think, oh, he looks a little bit formal. But inside their mind, they're thinking, hmm, he's got a bit of more self-respect for himself, the fact that he's comfortable wearing a tie. So I'm not saying that you have to or you don't have to wear a tie. I'm always saying always present in an elegant way, and that is also understanding kind of unspoken rules like when you meet someone for the first time and you are to shake your hand, the fact that we can shake hands now, make sure that you've got your first button done up on the blazer. Make sure that when you shake someone's hands, you look at them in the eyes. And you smile. Yes. The simple power of a smile. To say, hey, I'm enjoying this. Yes. And it shows that you're confident, even though you might be scared inside, but having a smile on your face changes the aura of the room and the audience. So your body language can almost lead how you're feeling internally. You know, if you're giving off like physical positive acts, your mind will start to believe it. Well, that body language is relaxing you and it's relaxing your audience. It's relaxing everyone. And even when you are nervous, that smiling's kidding your kidding your body that things are going well. You're actually getting yourself out of the nerves faster. So mm. it makes so much sense, Rick. Well, Rick, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Nice one, James. If you're inspired to increase your profile and strengthen your brand, a Good Talent Media Story Creation meeting could be a great place to start. You'll meet some of our key team members and do a deep dive into your brand's possibilities. We'll give you tools and strategies to implement straight away. Email info at goodtalent.com.au with the title Story Creation to get yours today.